On this episode of the podcast, we talk about some books we're reading. Um, Our main segment is about how we're settling down into isolation and working from home. We talk about social media and how it started to bring people together a lot more than it has in recent months. Uh, Be sure to check out Shireg's Microsoft Teams tips if you're working from home. Hashtag WFH. And stick around for the cold close. I promise you won't regret it. Anyway, let's start it up. Because you know, social media, the reason I, I love social media is for its ability to create community. And I think especially in times like this, like the, these are the times I think we need community the most. Today is Wednesday, March 18th, and you're listening to episode 28 of Shirag and Mike. Make a podcast. There is really only one topic on everyone's minds this week, and it is how good the song Stupid Love by Lady Gaga is. I believe it's pronounced Lady Gaga. Uh, Yeah, it's actually uh, in a reference to Radio Gaga from Queen. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I may have listened to it 50 times today. I'm going to be uh, completely honest that I probably have heard it, but I, I don't remember it right now. It uh, we, we can't play it for you, but uh, no, you we can't. check it out. Okay, I'll check it out after. I find that I'm not listening to uh, as much music right now. Well, maybe I am. Are you podcasting? Like, are you listening to podcasts? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't like listening to uh, to stuff while I'm working, or at least, like, podcasts I don't like listening to. I guess I, I sometimes listen to music in the background, but not not often. Usually, if I'm listening to something, it's on my commute. And now that I'm not really commuting anymore, uh, less opportunity. But what I am doing is, well, I just started today, so I don't know if I can say that I am doing this quite yet. Uh, but I've started um, listening to more audiobooks. Thanks That's to your great. recommendation of getting Libby. The library app. That's yeah, wonderful. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. One thing I will update you in terms of my reading books hobby. Uh, last week I finished off Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari. Nice. And Aziz himself read the book. And oh, okay, he, cool. He goes to a great deal to make fun of his audience for being too lazy to buy the book and read it themselves. Yeah. So I would say a couple times a chapter. He's like, oh, well, you don't have the book, so you can't see this graph that I put in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, there is quite the one thing I really like about that book. There's a lot of data in there. Yeah, more than I would more than I would have expected a book about romance or a book by Aziz Ansari to have. I bought it for a friend for Christmas in 2015, I think. Yep. Um, and the lady at Chapters goes, "You know, it's not funny, right? It's it's like a, a data book. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Well, it's a little bit funny, <laughs> <laughs> especially when he reads it to you. I guess he he spices it up. He makes it yeah. his own. Yeah, yeah." That's fair. Uh, what what have you gotten off the ground in terms of reading or audiobooks? Um, so I'm currently reading a book called, well, again, I just started yesterday, so I'm only like eight or nine pages in. 
Um, but I picked up a book called Swipe to Unlock. Oh. Um, so it's like three, uh, three ex-Microsoft uh, employees. I think one's at like Facebook now and one might be at Google or like some other place. Uh, but they're just kind of like explaining all of these. Uh, it's like demystifying the world of tech or like explaining the world of tech um, for people who are, are less technical. So explaining things like what is big data? What is machine learning? Like how does um, Spotify recommend what music you uh, should listen to next? And how does Netflix recommend what show you should watch next? And like just how does I Netflix uh, know your appetite so well that they'll show a different thumbnail to you for a movie than somebody else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does like all this stuff happen? Um, so it's kind of cool because it, it like sets it out very in very plain language, which is nice. Um, so those that are not necessarily technical, but are interested in learning more about technology, um, cause I think every industry, um, could really benefit from that. Um, it kind of, uh, breaks those things down. So that's cool. And I, so that's the one I'm reading currently physical book. And then today I started the audio book. Um, it's one of Brene Brown's, uh, I'm blanking on the name. Is it dare to lead? No, that one had like a six month wait time. <laughs> Classic. Daring greatly. That's what it's called. Um, so I feel like it's similar to kind of like a lot of her content, talking about like vulnerability and uh, things like that. I think I've watched one of her TED Talks, but this is the second piece of content of hers that I'm uh, being exposed to or consuming. So listen to uh, a little bit on my walk today which was nice. That's great. Yeah. Mike, are you uh, are you working from home these days? So yes, I've started working from home. Today was day two. It didn't really feel like it as much today because I did need to go into the office to do something. Okay. Um, accounting, there's obviously like some physical paperwork that needs to be interacted with and obviously mm-hmm. money. So um, I went in for that, but uh, it felt like a very successful day. Yeah, it's it's quite it's quite a change. I will say that. How are you getting through it? Yeah, it's um I, I really like routine. Um and kind of getting off of my routine has been a bit of a challenge. It's uh it's nice that I've always had the flexibility to kind of work from home whenever I needed to. So that's not really new, but going from you know one day a week or two days a week to almost for a full week now. Um yeah, oh, I started uh, last Thursday. I started working from home. I feel like the tech companies were f- were the first ones to it as well. Yeah, I think so as well. Especially like Microsoft had uh, a couple cases in Seattle. Um, so I think, you know, considering how much the team travels and things like that, it's, they just, yeah, they were a bit earlier to the punch, I think, than other companies. Um, but yeah, so I've been working from home for a little bit and I'll be um, planning on working from home until the end of March, at least. So another kind of two weeks at this point. So yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, it's challenging. I think the thing I miss most is just that kind of like human interaction um, and just kind of walking over to someone's desk and saying what's up or like you know, just saying like good morning to people. That's the stuff I really miss. And then obviously other uh, businesses and things have closed down uh, temporarily. So like restaurants and bars for the most part are closed. Um, unless I believe you're doing takeout or, uh, delivery. 
gyms are closed. So my gym, my rock climbing gym are both closed. Um, so that's unfortunate. So trying to find other ways to stay active. Um, so, you know, it's been, it's been challenging, um, for sure, but you know, you figure out, I think you figure out ways to, to kind of battle and, and, uh, yeah, figure it out. What, what tips do you have, Shrek? What have you come up with so far? I think a big thing is just trying to maintain some sort of structure, um, for your day. And, um, you know, when you're at work, you, you're always waking up usually at the same time, getting home at the same time. You have some sort of, uh, of structure to your day or to your day. But I think when you're kind of working from home, it's a little bit more challenging to maintain that structure. There may be distractions around. Um, it's a lot easier to kind of, um, work for longer hours without taking a break. Um, so I think, um, a couple big things is, you know, still try to wake up relatively at the same time. I try to wake up at seven 30, um, make sure you like do your usual morning routine shower. Don't just kind of like lay out of, just wake up, get out of bed around like nine o'clock and then start work right away. Like try and take that time to, uh, shower and do your kind of usual morning stuff. Um, make sure you take breaks during the day, drink lots of water. I've started scheduling kind of virtual coffee chats, uh, with people <laughs> on my team, just cause you know, a lot of people I think are missing that human interaction. So when I don't, for example, like yesterday, I didn't have any meetings in my calendar. So yeah, I got a lot done, but it was like, I haven't talked to anyone for like all day. Um, so scheduling some of those are helpful. And I've also, you know, at the end of the day to kind of unwind, um, from five to six every day, I block it off in my calendar to go out for a walk and go walking for an hour just to kind of get some fresh air. Um, stop being a potato for a little bit. Um, and yeah, just, uh, it's a good way to kind of recharge and de-stress after the day, um, and get kind of like mentally, uh, get that mental block, I guess. So that's, that's, I think a big tip trying to maintain, get some sort of exercise and, uh, yeah, maintain some sort of schedule for your day to day. That is very good because I think the first day that we did work from home was Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure I was in track pants and a sweater until like one thirty, Yeah. Um, and then my quote lunch hour, I used to finally get dressed and eat something. Yeah. Um, and yes, I definitely have not met my step goals since Sunday, Sunday, mm -hmm. Sunday, we did like a nice walk, but yeah, it's been, it's been a rough few days. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that definitely like hit me today, like I was in the office and like, it feels nice to be there even though it's like empty because nobody else is margaret and i are extremely blessed that like we're in situations where we still have our jobs yeah. like we still have the ability to work from home mm -hmm. and uh i'm really thankful for that because there's a lot of people who don't have that um ability and there were a lot of government announcements recently about support for those people and i think that's great and just that that feeling of like temporary loss like it's it's not like uh a big change like it's it's a temporary change mm -hmm. but i don't know how to adjust to a temporary change right cuz you you look at i'm looking at mid may and i'm like okay by mid may things should be back to normal i hope yeah and uh i'm just thinking now about how 
we're going to get through the next couple of weeks. It's it's not like a new reality. It's a temporary reality. And trying to square that is, is rough. Yeah, I think like that. I think that's like the nature of your job. Like you wouldn't really work from home um, before this. Right. So it's, it's I think it's a bit of a different kind of transition um, for me. Like I so I would I would normally work from home say like once a week or so. So like I'm used to this being kind of part of my schedule, but having it as an everyday thing is kind of, is different. So like you mentioned the first day you were from home, you were like in sweatpants until the afternoon. And those days where like I would work from home, uh, once a week, I would usually do the same thing, like wake up, sleep in until kind of right before I started work, then just being like pajamas or like sweats all day and just doing that. And like, if you're doing it once in a while it's not the worst but if you're doing it every day for like three weeks then it's uh then it can be a lot and yeah like i i knew for my own like mental health and sanity that i needed some sort of kind of structure in place and needed that routine and i think like the thing is like no i guess no one really knows what's going to happen and i think that's the part that a lot of people are kind of finding scary is there is yeah. there's no like timeline really so I think the earlier we can kind of adjust and uh, and put these new plans in motion, I think the happier we'll be and the quicker we'll kind of figure it out. Uh, I know your favorite phrase, just because I've edited the last three podcasts mm-hmm. and caught on to it, is I don't really want to talk about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I just wanted to hit on all the sports are canceled is, is, the, is one of our... Uh, outline points yeah and that's it's the rough that's a rough bit for like anybody who's like that was their leisure activity watching sports and i think jay and dan of uh tsn jay and dan Mm -hmm. uh took to commentary on different uh sport-based web videos now Mm -hmm. so the start the sarnia sting um earlier this week posted uh a video on instagram i think of different celebrations like they were just on the ice and like at a reasonable distance it was only like four or five players um but that's what jay and dan reviewed it was like uh it was just like a fun little thing um to try to get through the fact that like they don't have anything normal right now yeah for sure it is uh and i feel like you're i'm seeing more of that too not just from sports like yes it's it's unfortunate that sports are canceled it totally makes sense that um that that's happened especially you know you're seeing more and more players testing positive for coronavirus which is uh unfortunate but you know even outside of the sports world like i saw jimmy kimmel and jimmy fallon both did like a mini kind of monologue or short five ten minute kind of late night set yeah um, so that's awesome. So it's it's nice to see that, you know, people are still trying to spread joy and trying to uh, put that entertainment out. And I, I know at least for uh, for Jimmy Fallon, um, his are like tied to a charity, so they're not making money on those. So I think every day or every video he puts out, it's supporting a different charity. So I know the first one was for Feeding America. So that's really nice as well that you know, the entertainment's still kind of getting out there and helping lift people's spirits up in these kind of challenging times um, while also kind of really supporting a good cause. So yeah, it's uh, it's good to see kind of people coming together in that way. 
I'm really proud of the friends who are taking it seriously as well. Mm -hmm. Because I have a friend who posted, I cut my European vacation short because of COVID-19. And I'm very happy that I did, like, sort of thing. Like, it's it's one of those, like, everybody coming together. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it on social media as well, like... I've stayed off Facebook because Facebook and me have not had a good. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I've not had the best relationship in the last like four or five months. Um, but Twitter, right. Instagram, and TikTok, people specifically on Twitter, I think the fact that they're at home and like able to be more creative, like the the platform is better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like they're taking it seriously. They're being like heartfelt, um, and they're having an opportunity to. Like, be creative and be kind to one another. And that's probably something you wouldn't have said about Twitter two months ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm not super active on Twitter, so um, can't really comment on, on that side. But I, I, can, I can say that, like, from what I've at least seen on, like, Instagram and other social media, like, I've seen some more positivity, which has been nice. Um, people trying to, like, spread a little bit more joy. So that I really like. Um, because you know, social media, the reason I, I love social media is for its ability to create community. And I think especially in times like this, like the, these are the times I think we need community the most. So I don't know. That's why, that's why I love it. And I think I've, I've seen that a little bit more in the last uh, week or so. Did you want to touch on TikTok? <sighs> like we could, I guess. Um, so yeah, like the only real thing I wanted to say about TikTok is um, so I think on the last podcast, we talked about TikTok a little bit and I finally created an account. Um, so you can follow my TikTok <laughs> page at cshef24. Um, I don't plan on posting TikToks. Um, uh, maybe I'll post like a couple, um, but not, uh, not anything to mine yet. Cause my Macarena trend apparently has, uh, has already been done or stolen from under my feet so that was uh that was unfortunate um i was just talking about that on my birthday this past weekend like i was like i'm gonna be famous on tiktok this is what i'm gonna do um but yeah that's uh that didn't happen um at least not with this but i don't even know how i think i think it's time to make your own dance i think so too i think the chef shuffle the chef shuffle Uh, needs to start okay we could uh we can make that a thing uh yeah and i don't know how i thought about this but i i I saw i think i heard um the weekend song can't feel my face um and for some reason i just (laughs) thought like you know corona you're not supposed to be touching my face there's something there there's something with um can't feel my face and um covid19 like i don't know what it is but there's going to be something on tiktok um i i could maybe make something i probably won't but i just want everyone to know that if you ever see this coming up on tiktok the next uh in the coming weeks this is uh this is shirag original <laughs> um the only thing i'll say about tiktok it'd be nice to see like maybe it's just i don't know my for you page um there's not a lot of representation on there there's a lot of uh attractive white people Okay, I'll start sending you stuff, and then you can favorite it. Okay. And then the algorithm will maybe recognize that you want diversity. I would love diversity. All right. Oh, there was one thing I was going to say. You you'd mentioned about um, kind of people getting laid off. And yeah. uh, I think 
yeah, the government's put some sort of measures in place. So that's, that's good. But, um, yeah, I, especially kind of like me being on the consumer team and dealing a lot kind of in the retail space at Microsoft. Yeah. Um, a lot of kind of retailers are, uh, uh, laying people off, which is unfortunate. Like Microsoft luckily has, uh, has said we'll support all kind of our retail, our retail staff during this time and ensure that they're, they're compensated during this tough time, even though the Microsoft stores have kind of closed down, Apple stores have closed down. Um, lots of, I think your traditional retail outside of kind of your essentials, like your Walmarts, your shoppers, things like that are, uh, are starting to shut down, um, for a little bit. So it's, uh, it's really nice to see the companies that are kind of standing behind their employees and their, and their staff and saying, you know, we're, we're, we're all in this together. We're gonna, we're gonna support you during this time. But, you know, it's, it's super unfortunate. My heart goes out to the people and the companies who like couldn't, couldn't do that. And unfortunately had to kind of like make some layoffs. It's a, it's a tough spot to be in for sure, especially during kind of like times like this. Yeah. yeah. Even, even bouncing back to the sports mm-hmm. franchises, like, uh, there's been a joint statement from all the Toronto professional teams saying we're going to try our best to take care of our part-time staff and yeah. like any any staff that only comes in for games. It'll be uh again that like temporary whiplash, right? Like yeah, we hope it's not that long, but who knows at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, no one really knows. And I think that yeah, again, I think that's one of the scary parts. And just mentioning kind of what you said. Uh, or going off of what you said about you know, sports franchises in the MLSE, kind of banding around their uh, their staff. It's cool to see like individual players um, donating funds. Like I think Kevin Love was one who said, "I'm I'm gonna uh, donate a hundred thousand dollars to help support the uh, this the uh, staff for the Cleveland Cavaliers." Um, Rudy Gobert, who is one of the people, I think the first NBA, he was oh, the yeah. first NBA yeah. player that uh, tested positive. Um, I think he was, I want to say half a million dollars. Um, he wow, donated. Yeah. So yeah, he donated quite a bit. Um, I think he's he, the one that sort of came off looking silly, right? He, he, yeah, he was had the press conference. Yeah, yeah. Touching all the microphones. And apparently, um, he wasn't the most precautious, uh, when interacting with players in the locker room, like touching their stuff and like just joking around with it a little bit too much. Um, yeah. so that's kind of unfortunate. Um, but that like it's nice that he's he's apologized for it and like he's he's trying to make amends and supporting uh the team in that way so yeah we don't really have like this is a this is a heavy topic but it's not really a deep topic like it's it's sort of just what everyone's talking about at this point and yeah whenever there's this is my best analogy whenever there's olympics i typically refresh the medals totals page every day mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, just because I like statistics, I like to know like where the numbers are, and I have had the like statistics about the global cases at least one of the tabs on my browser on my phone mm-hmm. throughout the day every day for the last like two or three weeks, and I've just seen it grow and grow, and I've sort of like maybe it's a disconnect, and it's an unfortunate disconnect because it's also starting to get very bad here. Um, much worse in the states, mm-hmm. but uh, it's the disconnect, but also understanding that precautions need to be made. It's not a disconnect in like thinking, "Oh, this is silly." Um, yeah, it's just it's weird, and I think the the case the case of SARS is the closest thing. Like, I was in grade five for SARS, mm-hmm. 
And it was around this same time where it was like a bit sketchy. Um, but the thing I remember about SARS is they put hand sanitizer in every classroom. Uh, I grew up in Sarnia and I don't think any cases ever made it to Sarnia, but there were a number of cases in Toronto. I think 30 people passed away in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was distant. Cause I remember there was talk of canceling a June school trip to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And luckily, most things had subsided. Toronto had taken it under control by then. But I do remember, like, the mayor of Toronto then trying his best to push people back out in public. Like, I am afraid of what this is going to do to people's confidence, right? Like, I don't know if people are going to be able to bounce back extremely quickly. Like, I know the market won't. Yeah. And it's not looking good right now because there's a lot of things going on even outside of uh, people completely shutting down their social life. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. Like, I think it'll definitely be a challenge um, kind of bouncing back. But um, I don't know. I'm a a firm believer in, I guess, people's resiliency. So I think, um, yeah, like it definitely will be challenging and it won't be like an easy feat, I think, to kind of just like bounce back right after this. Um, But definitely doable for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, we I think we like we always have figured it out in the past and I think we'll kind of continue to figure it out uh, in the future. So I don't want to like undermine that in any way but i think yeah we'll uh i think we'll always be okay maybe that's just the optimist the optimistic side in me um yeah thanks that i i'm also like tagging on to the blessed that i have a job Mm -hmm. i'm also blessed that it it doesn't seem like it's a worst case scenario around me at least yet right like i can afford to go outside there's people that don't have that confidence because they're like in a busier part of toronto where there might be, I don't know how many cases there are in Toronto at this point. Yeah, kind of the areas we live, Whitby and Waterloo, it hasn't developed as much as, say, like the GTA. Um, another thing for you, at least, is that like you, you and Margaret both live on your own. So yeah. I think like the thing I can say about me, at least, like I'm, I'm pretty confident. Like I'm still a young guy. Like if knock on wood that you know I I did um get some sort of symptoms like i I feel like i'd I'd be okay but it's more the the people around me like my parents and my brother and like things like that that um gotta look out for a little bit more so yeah like i'm not yes i'm self-isolating like for me but more for kind of the people around me um because as much as like i i would bounce back um again knocking on wood um like i can't necessarily the same see this say the same for you know, all the people around me. So I think that's why kind of, I've been a little bit more cautious and, um, still like, obviously like I'm still going out for walks and things like that. And like, I'm not just staying in the house all day. Um, and it's interesting cause even when I I'm going on walks, like I'll, I'll still see people around. Um, I saw some of my, uh, well, one of my old friend's parents and, um, we like chatted, but like from five feet away, <laughs> she's like, if I saw you any <laughs> other day, I would like give you a giant hug. But today like we're self-isolating like no that's cool and then <laughs> we just kept going you know that's the thing about kind of community everyone they're not just looking out for their own best interest but trying to help out you know neighbors or people around them as well um yeah so that's that's uh i guess a silver lining and kind of all this i don't say negativity but yeah in a way negativity 
Shark, I don't even know what it is anymore. Like, I I think I realized it was Wednesday at one o'clock today. Yeah, I think that's another tough part about uh, everything that's going on. I just all the days blend together. Like I don't. I did also I go to work doing. completely out of uniform. Uh, Fair, <laughs> but that's okay. But no one saw you. Yeah, no one saw you. Actually, there were there were a number of people who had uh, very crucial meetings, so like a couple people did come in, but uh, they okay. kept their distance. That's good. They're doing their best. This is where dogs at a distance is. Uh, I think I talked about that on the last podcast. I don't. I don't know. Let me know more. Maybe it's a it's a great Instagram page. Uh, dogs at a distance. It is. Is it just people creep taking pictures of dogs? Yeah, but at a distance. <laughs> something i can get behind i, th- I think it's brilliant because <laughs> like the guy the guy who started it's like i like dogs but i just don't like dogs when they're like all up in my face i like them like from a few feet away so every picture is like a picture of a dog but it's at least 10 feet away and i i just think i think it's brilliant i think that's such a a good idea for an instagram page and I think all of our audience should uh, should go follow that right now. Tell them Shrag and Mike sent you. Oh, and the last, I guess this is the podcast of my three blessings. The last blessing is Mosby being home while we're working from home. So great. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so oh great. that's nice. Are you guys on Teams? Uh, yes, our organization is on Teams. Nice. Do you still have, do you have like meetings over Teams and stuff? Uh, not like... My department never really had meetings, like once once every couple of weeks in the morning. Oh, okay. To check in, but I right. think that's just going to be an email now. Oh, okay. You guys should have a Teams meeting. That'd be fun. Do like a little conference call. We did We did one on Monday to cool. set up to make sure, because Tuesday was the first day everybody was recommended to work from home. Yeah. Just to make sure that everybody sort of um had enough tasks and uh, was well balanced and was able to accomplish tasks from home. So, yeah. Fair. It went well. well. Um, I just posted on LinkedIn uh, some some Teams tips if uh, you wanted to, to check that out. Uh, some, some I'll post in the Teams, the general Teams uh, chat. Yeah, do it. Hey, do that uh, my podcast buddy, Shereg. <laughs> yeah, if uh, anyone has any questions, they can kind of reach out to me. I'd be happy to do. I don't think I'm qualified to do training, but... <laughs> I'm sure there's there's people on campus that facilitate training uh, for teams. Probably someone in the IT department. I'll hook you up with them too, Shreg. It's fine. You can have all the nice. contacts. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, anyway, we've reached the end of our conversation this evening. Or we... daytime. Whatever, whatever you're listening to this for this session. Yeah. Um, stay, stay safe. Stay Definitely smart. Stay safe. Take care of yourself. Um, still try to maintain some sort of some balance. Get some exercise in. There's lots of I've I've discovered um, at home workouts, which has uh, been good. There's a lot of good uh, good content out there. Go check out Fitness Blender. It's, uh, <laughs> that's the one I've been looking at the last few days. Shout out to my friend Afra who recommended it. Um, who also texted me today. Um, cause I think apparently I gave her a shout out on a previous podcast. To be honest, I didn't remember giving her a shout out. Um, but I did. Um, and she's like, Hey, I just listened to the episode. Thanks for the shout out. Like, cool. You're welcome. I told her I didn't <laughs> really remember. Um, uh, that those are my favorite types of shout outs is, 
um, giving the shout out and then someone realizes like a few weeks down the line when they first listen to the episode i haven't told them to listen to the episode or anything but i just get a message saying hey i just got a shout out this is so cool it's wholesome yeah yeah that's why we do it wholesome content there we go wholesome memes also stay, shout yeah, out to wholesome stay, memes. stay attached to the wholesome content i guess is my uh my best advice yeah, yeah, yeah. all right uh goodbye everyone all right. Thanks again for listening, audience. You know what to do. Follow us on social media at Shrag and Mike, Facebook, Instagram, potentially TikTok one of these days. I'll just <laughs> keep saying it. Hopefully I'll speak it into existence. Uh, but stay safe out there. Take care of yourself. Um, and we'll see you next time. Ciao. still recording right okay yeah um here's here's a shower thought yeah uh when i'm walking mosby he always like does his business and i'm sort of standing right there like nearby but when we humans do our business inside we we lock the bathroom door and the Mm -hmm. dog has to be away from us i wonder if that if that makes the dog wonder uh, and like is confused. He's like, "Well, you're there for me, but you don't want me there for you." So, do you think like Mosby knows it's a bathroom? Does Mosby know it's a bathroom? Does I don't Mosby know. know like, what he's never seen us there? do things in there. That's what I'm wondering. Like, One time he, he peed know? on the floor. Okay, I think that was more of an accident than on purpose. <laughs> like in the bathroom or like in the kitchen yeah. or something. Okay, I don't know. He yeah. Okay. One in time bathroom. in the bathroom. All right. Well, maybe he was just he was trying his best. I don't know how to make it, but yeah. He had bats in there, so oh, okay. he knows he knows it's for that, right? But know. he hasn't seen you guys go to the bathroom while maybe, he's taking a bath. Maybe it's sort of like how people think of Kim Jong Un and uh, how he doesn't go to the bathroom. You know, I don't think it's like that, but it, <laughs> <laughs> like it could be <laughs> to someone. It, I guess it could be. Uh, uh, what was your meme thing? <laughs> so it's about basketball. Okay. And uh the, it was the podcast like, that's not about basketball. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's not about basketball. Uh but hey, it's one of my passions. Um uh, it it was like day three of bas day three without basketball. Um found out that my girl's favorite color or my girl's favorite color is green. And underneath that it just says, Who the fuck likes green? <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> Oh, I have to bleep that. <laughs> I know. You don't have to put this in, but I just thought it was the funniest thing. Margaret likes green. She likes teal. I guess teal is a different thing than green. Uh, I, you're, I tell it talking to the colorblind one, so I don't really know. But Oh, true. Um, I just thought that was the funny. I, I don't know <laughs> if I sent it to you or not, uh, but I thought it was hilarious. <laughs>